All right, everybody, welcome to our first, and I mean our, because this is uh, the, the ZRN family, uh, came up with an idea about coming together, shooting the shit, maybe uh, once a month, maybe a couple of times a month, who knows, who knows where this is going to go, but this is our first episode, um, and uh, this is where, you know, we're just going to get together and shoot the shit, so um, uh, I'm Rick from uh, Man Cave Musings. On the other end, we have... I'm Freak from Zombies Anonymous. Zombies Anonymous. So, uh, Man Cave Musings, Zombies Anonymous in the house, and we're just going to shoot the shit. So, uh, before we start anything, I'm going to open my beer, because what is podcasting without uh, refreshments? (laughs) All right? I know. So, I have with me a Deschutes inversion. Um... I've mentioned it on my podcast that it, I am a, uh, I work for a beer distribution company and, uh, um, oof, a little too much foam. Um, I do sell Deschutes, so I'm, I'm kind of, uh, a little biased right there, but Deschutes is a good brand. I don't know if I have, what's the bottle look like? Oh, it's, uh, I don't know. Can you see, can you see on the screen? Yep. Yes, I can. Uh, I've had some of their beers. Yeah. I don't know if I've had this one. Uh huh. Sitting at this one's sitting at uh, 80 IBUs and it's a uh, 6.8. Let me put that up there. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. Okay. Yeah, I got a um, Blonde Fatale. It's Peace Tree Brewing Company. It doesn't say how many IBUs, and I think it's about a 8.5. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. I need to have this more often. I know I liked it last time I had it. That's is that uh, that's a local place, right? Oh, I don't know if Peace Tree's local to Iowa or not. Hmm. Oh, yep, it's Knoxville, Iowa. Oh, okay. Wow, that's hoppy. Here's the. What did you? What style did you say it was again? Oh. It's a Belgian style blonde ale. Ooh, nice. Belgians know their beer. Um, they make excellent beers. I love Belgians. There's a lot of people who don't like half of those Belgian beers just because they're real bready and uh-huh. they're real full. But um, Belgian style is technically just an American version of what they're doing. It's almost. Um, I don't think you could say it's authentic. It's more of, um, you know, our style of doing their their yeah. style. So, but uh, <laughs> wheat. You said it was a wheat, also. Um, just a Blondale. Oh, Blondale, Blondale. So it's it's probably light, right? The body, the color. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. This guy, if you look at it. It's almost like a amber orange kind of thing. Yep, it's kind of a golden. Yes, yeah. It looks like an apple juice. <laughs> when you're when you're driving, uh, when you're driving and you're uh, you want to get away with it, not that you should, you know, drink responsibly, right? Just throw it in an apple yep. juice, an empty apple juice bottle. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the I'm, now I'm gonna. If any cops or law enforcement are listening to this podcast, I'm just gonna. They're gonna be following me everywhere now. 
I just don't drink and drive, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm joking. I don't do that. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, like I said earlier, I, I do work for a beer distribution company, so, I mean, it's it's known. And I, I think it says in the handbook, the employee handbook also, that uh, if you get caught with a DWI, you're out. They don't tolerate any of that, so. Yeah. And that's kind of ironic. Makes sense. Working for a beer company, too. Well, I don't know. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it does. It does. So, um, our first, and I, I think you, you put this on the, um, you put this on the, uh, the message board between, uh, all of us, these, um, Asian sex dolls. <laughs> yes. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about it. Now, now uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, what really got me, let's see if I can find the article. There's a funny comment in there. Let's see here, name it. So while you look for that, um, anybody who's been in a in in an adult store, so I've been told, I don't know, I've never stepped foot in one of those, but I've been told <laughs> <laughs> that um, they do sell the silicone ones, you know, the, the one, the lifelike. I don't know if you've seen those. Have you? Just, it's been years since I, it's yeah, to say no. been at least 10 years since I've been in an adult bookstore. So I don't know if they've improved since then. Hmm. The ones they sell in Des Moines. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Also probably about maybe 10 days since I've last been in one, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I know they have the silicone ones. I've seen them. I'll, I'll admit it. Uh, I've, actually, I haven't been in, in a place like that. And uh, I think the last time I went in one of those was when uh, VHS. <laughs> you could see, you could rent videos on VHS. That's how long I've. That's how long it's been. Uh, well, there's a video store that we've been started going to, just because. It's like you're not standing out in the in the weather choosing something from a red box. There's a larger selection. And they have pretty good prices on their movies at the video store. But they have a section that's off to the side that you got to go around a corner that has the adult <laughs> videos there, too. You know what? I, I think we had a conversation about this a, a couple of weeks maybe months back but you actually I, I remember you telling me that uh there's actually video stores in w where you live right yeah that's crazy i'm out here family video hollywood video uh blockbuster man i think there was one more out here and they all went out of business because of Redbox. well this one's doing good and it's Oh, I can't remember when that store opened there. Hmm. I know they used to have more. And yeah, uh, Blockbuster's been gone quite a while. Yeah, it has. It has. Oh, but, back to the, the, the sex doll. So I, I, I did yeah. see those, the silicone ones you could buy. And I think at the time they were like 300, but they didn't have like, they weren't, um, uh, what do you call that when 
you can move arms and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Artic- articulated? Articulated. There you go. I know. I was trying to think because G.I. Joe figures are articulate. Like, they always brag about 37 points of articulation on a G.I. Joe character. I was trying to figure out that word. But, um, yeah, so they're they're not articulated. They're just, I guess, either laying there or squatting or stuff like that. But um, yeah, I know the sex dolls because I saw, uh, I read some of the article. Actually, I read the whole article because I'm a pervert like that. But I read the whole article. And uh, these ones, you can actually bend them. They're like the arms, knees, and stuff like that. That's, uh, I was going to say, wow, that's awesome. That's kind of cool. <laughs> no, see, what got me is because they're rented. Yes. And that's what this article was about. And so then it's like the developer says that they can have their lower parts completely changed for each customer. Mm-hmm. That just made me laugh. I, I, you know what's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. I'm just, uh, you, you know, I'd, I'd love to be the guy behind the counter and have that one customer come up because you know it's going to happen. He's going to like, hey, do you guys have any cream pie versions? Because <laughs> you know, that, you, you know, he's gonna, oh, that's just yeah. <laughs> come on, if if they're doing it with a uh, with a sex doll, you know they're you know they're freaks to begin with. Yeah, they're fr- they're into that freaky deaky stuff. I'm not sure if they're delivered or what because it's an app that you rent those through. Mm-hmm. And so I guess somebody has to bring it to your house. I guess he's kind of like the sex doll pimp. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but so then, but it says they have five dolls available. There's the Greek bikini model. The U.S. Wonder Woman, which kind of looks like Gal Gadot. The Korean housewife. The Hong Kong race car cheerleader. And this one seems kind of wrong. The Russian teenager. <laughs> I see. It already started. It already started. <laughs> yeah, you, you know. Yo, that, yeah, I'm not even going to touch that last one. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, think about it. You know, you're gonna have the um, the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, and then you're gonna have you know the Laura. You know, Laura Croft is coming eventually for all the gamers out there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. And I just wonder because it does kind of look like her, and so I wonder if she's gonna sue. I I wonder if as as long as they don't use her name. If if maybe they say, uh, you know what, and they can't even use the w- Wonder Woman name either, because then that's, yeah. that's trademarked too. So they might get sued for that. It's true. <laughs> of course, I'm not sure if anyone really gives a fuck. <laughs> oh, when the lawsuit lawyers, even even if uh, uh, DC doesn't uh, implement the lawsuit, you know, there's a lawyer out there who's gonna just try and go for it just for money purposes yeah or to get his name in the news exactly exactly and it says that they swap out the bottom parts <laughs> but how well do they clean the rest of them because you know you have sweaty guys on top of these things <laughs> <laughs> you know you know they do 
And then what? What about that one time that one that one guy is gonna walk in and complain? Hey, my mind's the elastic on mine is just shot the hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tight anymore. I, I want a refund. How, how how are you gonna split? You gotta go to our. Just go to that line over there. That's our customer service line. <laughs> our complaints. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Here, here's the one eight hundred number. Please call this number. Hello, uh, my name's Ralph. How can I help you? Yeah, my sex doll. She was loose. And like, okay, on a scale of one to ten, the elasticity of that. Uh, let's just call it what it is. The elasticity of that plastic pussy. Uh, would you rate it at a one, be not satisfied, or five, being very satisfied? <laughs> There's a whole industry. But behind that, if if you're not going to be doing the sex doll thing, then there's a whole industry about customer service. There you go. You know, there's a there's going to be a um, Indian call center. <laughs> you know, eventually there's going to be an Indian customer service call center. Well, I, I wonder if they have different designs for parts because some guys might like them tight. Some of them, some wet guy might like it kind of like a roast beef sandwich down there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking for the uh, double fister version. Do you have that one? <laughs> I, I want to be I want to be able to wear mine like a hat. I need it to be able to fit over my head. Do you have that version? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I know that is bad. That is bad. Uh, the, you know, usually the internet radio, like podcasting, is not um, is not regulated by the uh, uh, CC. <laughs> but I think this episode is going to be the first episode to be. Uh... <laughs> oh no, I've heard worse. Yeah, blacklisted. No, I'm just joking. No, but I had a roommate. Actually, this is my first roommate when I first moved out of my parents' house. Seven. <coughs> well, this guy was work, and he had a blow-up doll. Oh, do you, those? Oh. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, My other roommate had walked in on him a couple times using it because he slept. This guy slept in the living room on an air mattress. But then uh, our other roommate, the one who didn't have the doll, then he's also a gay guy. And so he put clothes on it because he was tired of the doll just sitting in the living room naked. Not not the fact that not the fact that the doll was there, just the fact that it was naked, right? That's what bugged him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He just got tired of being naked and clothes on it. Uh, I can't remember if it was I don't remember if they're women's clothes or not or where he got them from. Goodwill, probably. You can always find a university shirt at a Goodwill. <laughs> it may have just been some of his own clothes he put in. Yeah. Probably just a pair of jeans and a t-shirt or something. It's been so long. I almost yeah, he walks into the store. Yes, can I help you find something? Yeah, I'm looking for a medium shirt for my roommate's sex doll. 
<laughs> oh, the stories. What's that? Stories they can tell about those two. Yeah. Yeah. So, exchangeable. I, I read about that the in that article. The exchangeable lower parts, but that's uh, who who's got that job? You know what I mean? Like where where's this warehouse where you know you, you hang the legs upside down <laughs> so we can air out dry out that drip, that drip dry? <laughs> well, it's probably something like a flashlight that they screw in there. Uh, and so when they get it back, they just unscrew the flashlight and replace it. Oh man! But still, the, the guy having well, to clean that. Do, do they also do they reuse them? Uh, or they send it out? Yeah, good question. Good question. They it's, they probably just throw them out and just get a new one. Because, yeah, that'd be my guess. Yeah. Yeah, because you know. Oh, they probably they probably they probably have like a plastic lining on top of it. They probably remove that. And so the part that they screw in, they probably reused. <laughs> like the uh, <laughs> like the paper uh, sheet the the paper sheet covers for toilets. <laughs> Oh, man. You figure, you figure if they run out of... You know, you know people are sending them back without cleaning them themselves. Oh, you know that's happening. You know that's happening. Be kind. Wash that behind. You know? It's like the, the be kind, rewind. It's like, be kind. Wash the behind. Um <laughs> I mean, think about it. it, it it's going to be like that uh, that uh, carpet cleaner you rent at the local what Walmart or wherever. You, yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta clean out the machine before you bring it back in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if they make you I just think, contract. <laughs> well, I was just thinking. It looks. Uh, do they have replaceable mouth parts too? But looking at these dolls, their mouths aren't open, so I guess that's not a concern. Uh, yeah, no, the, the mouthpieces, the one I have, the mouthpieces are the same. Oh, never mind. Too much information. I think that, I, I think I left that one out of the bag. <laughs> no, you figure that you figure, you figure the mouths open also. You know, come on. If No, I, the pictures they have, they aren't. Oh, no? If you clicked on the article, they had a picture of all five of the dolls sitting next to each other. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one with the yeah, so Wonder Woman sitting in the middle, right? Yeah. But so their mouths aren't open, so I'm not sure if you'd be able to open them yourself, but it doesn't look like it from the picture. Hmm. But you know, there you you, you got to know there's a anal opening too. Oh, probably. Yeah. But that's that's crazy. I mean, that kind of brings a new meaning to Eskimo brothers because it's like, you know, like your friend or your roommate, I should say, you know, somebody's roommate walks in and goes, "Hey, dude, before you turn that in, can I can I borrow that?" <laughs> well, it looks like it's forty five bucks for the day. It's like, um, <laughs> you know, that thing's being used like hardcore, <laughs> or two hundred dollars for a week. <laughs> Wow! It's like well, you, you and five friends, or you and four friends could each throw in four, each throw in forty bucks and have it one day. Each. Oh damn! Oh, that's that's just <laughs> wrong. And then I guess you pick you pick straws to see who has it on the last day, and it's all <laughs> crusty. 
Oh, a headline kills someone in being up the sex doll. Uh, I hate to be the guy who loses rock, paper, scissors on that one, being the last guy. <laughs> That's bad. That's just bad. Well, well, I had this thought a while back. It's like, because they have the real dolls. Yeah, those I are the ones to... I'm talking about, the, the, the yeah. real dolls. Yeah, and so I wondered if they could make them so they look like specific people. You send in a picture of the person you want it to look like, and they make one. It's only a matter of time before that happens. Oh, yeah, that is true. It's it's only going to be a matter of the time before that happens. You know, I could just see it now. There's a apartment complex. A neighbor walks by. A female neighbor walks by the male neighbor's window and sees a version of herself sitting on the couch while he's humping it. <laughs> you know, there's going to be some weirdos out there. Now, okay, let's let's put all the judging aside because we just finished calling everybody weirdos. But there's an industry, so you know. Uh, a lot more people are probably going to jump on board with this thing. Like you said, the the real dolls in the sex shops. If if people weren't buying them, they wouldn't be making them, right? Right. Especially the real dolls. Those are a couple thousand bucks, I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah they are. Um, so you got to figure this is a growing industry. And there's going to be a lot more people coming up buying these things. Well, sex is what sells. <laughs> It's like all new tech technology sex. Yeah, it's like, hey, um, have you heard the new iPhone eight is coming out? Nah, man, I'm saving up my money for a sex doll. <laughs> That's crazy. It's I, like, yeah, go ahead. You can you plug into your computer and. It's linked to another one. And the article I read, then it looked like one was for a man, the other for a woman. And so, like, the woman's end was like a dildo. It was like a pocket pussy. And so, no matter where you were, if you both plugged into your computers, then you guys could kind of have sex together. Really? So, they're, it's yes. almost like they're interactive then? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. So I guess that's like long distance. You can have a long distance relationship, literally. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. I, supp- I suppose I could. Oh, I guess I want to work as well for two lesbians, but I guess two guys could use them as well. <laughs> Can, can you imagine uh, one of these? One of, eventually, a couple of years down the road, one of these things winding up at a pawn shop. <laughs> or just imagine all the sick crap that archaeologists, a thousand years from now, will be digging up. Oh, I know. Oh, these guys were weird. What the hell were they thinking of? <laughs> We managed to manipulate space and time, and these guys were screwing uh, synthetic sex dolls. What the fuck is going on with these people? (laughs) You know, as much as I laugh about it, 
it's better than them out forcing somebody who doesn't I'd much rather use some guy get laid hump a plastic doll than have him rape somebody okay that is true <laughs> that is that is true but um uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what, if I want to dwell more into that psyche. <laughs> That's crazy. But uh, uh, yes, okay. You know, will it? Think think about it. Now that you brought that up, good good point. Good point. Because now that you brought that up, will it be used for therapy? You know, good, good, good point. Will it be used for science and therapy? You know, um, getting inhibitions of people who are habitual rapists or whatever. Will it get it out of their system? That is crazy. You know what? Good point. I don't think it would really help. It's like if somebody, if somebody's not a rapist already. And they go to that method instead of raping somebody, then it may prevent them from becoming a rapist. Mm. But if somebody's already raped, if part of that that keeps them going back is the thrill and the power they have over their victim. Mm-hmm. And so they wouldn't have that with it all. Unless, you know, they were under, like, house arrest or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I don't think that that could help somebody who's already doing these things. That is true. Because it's like the sensation wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't feel as good for them. It triggers in their brain just wouldn't be there. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Or, or now, even what about uh, sex education classes? How about that? Okay, class. Every, everybody, put your uh, disposable uh, pussy bags on, and uh, we're <laughs> everybody in class gets uh, gets to hump the doll for five minutes, just so we can show you guys how it works. Have you seen uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life? No. Oh, hold on. Which one? The Meaning of Life. Very long time ago. Because <laughs> there's that the sex ed scene in there where the teacher's wife comes in. <laughs> and he's teaching a class of boys about sex. And he comes in and has sex with his wife in front of the class. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's been a while. I think vaguely, vaguely, I remember that. I've I've only seen that movie once, but yeah, that it it I can I can almost see it. Yeah, <laughs> great movie. Yeah, Monty Python. You have to have. I, I love British humor. Uh, yes, I love. Are you being served? Oh, I love that show. I love that show. <laughs> me. So, uh, quick story. Me and my brother. Uh, we were roommates. We moved out of uh, my dad's house. Uh, we used to live with my dad. So we moved out of my dad's house, and um, 
we had this efficiency so i kind of slept in the closet the closet was a walk-in closet so it was it was pretty big for for a closet um and he slept on the sofa bed in the living room and i believe it was every either saturday night or friday night we would um record we'd put the the vhs vhs tape in the vcr and record this thing because i think it came out every either friday or saturday night and then we'd watch wind up watching it you know sunday sometimes sunday and uh but i love that show we i mean me and my brother watched it religiously <clears throat> it used to be on netflix and i think they removed it now did they I, you yeah. know, I I do remember seeing it on Netflix, like when I first got Netflix a couple of years back. Um, but wow, that's that sucks that it's uh, that it's gone. It was a it was a lot of one liners. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm trying to remember here. Oh, Mrs. Slocum, always Mrs. talking Slocum. about her pussy. <laughs> oh yeah, she'd always talk about her cat. That's right, and she'd always refer to her pussy. That's right, Mrs. Slocum. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mr. Humphreys. Mr. Humphreys was the uh, all the jokes around him, and just hinting at the fact that he was gay, but they never actually said that he was. Exactly. They never. Well, you know, he he would always make comments on <laughs> always helping the male customers, especially if they were good looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. They never referenced him as being gay, but they would they would make a lot of innuendos about that. I think there was a sequel series that came after. There was. Uh, I think there were. I can't remember what it was called. I think they were maids, right? They were butlers and maids. They were working at like a bed and breakfast. Yes, that's what it was. I think it had something to do with the pension from the department store or something. They ended up having work there. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Something about that. But that one I didn't get too much into because I think you you can you can tell it was a jump of the shark moment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Give me uh three seconds just to go into the beer fridge i'm, I'm already empty i'm gonna grab another yeah, beer. yeah. i am too i need to go get one too <laughs> Same this one, nope. I got a Elysian, the Immortal IPA. <clears throat> uh, you, you know, I've only tried uh, Stardust from uh, Elysium. I think I've had that. So what's what's that style? Oh, 
It's just uh, IPA. Mm. <laughs> okay. IPA. It's a Northwest take on a classic English style, golden copper in color and loaded with New World hop flavors and aroma. Awesomeness. 6.3. I am having Ooh. a Brooklyn, <clears throat> Brooklyn Brewery. Oktoberfest, and you can already tell I screwed up the pour. Look at that head. It's like, it's like 12 inches of head. That's what she said, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of head on there. <laughs> Why, thank you. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to let that head settle there because I, I totally fucked that one up. Um, <clears throat> so... The next subject. I don't know if um, if this has anything. We'll admit it right now. I'm I'm probably a lot older than you are. Um, I will I will be forty in January. Okay, then I guess we're not. Okay, so I I'm already forty five, but I grew up in the era. Of Playboys. Uh, yeah. I mean, nowadays, everybody has a smartphone, and porn is readily available. All you have to do is just type it up; it pops up. Yeah. You know, n- nowadays nobody's looking at, and you know, Playboy can be considered as soft core, right? Yeah. You know, compared to what's actually out there, you know, anal midgets, you know, part twelve, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, I grew up with, uh, Playboys, or I should say I didn't grow up with Playboys. I grew up in the era of Playboys. And just recently, uh, what was it, Tuesday or Wednesday, Hugh Hefner passed away? I think it was. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. Yeah. Excuse me. So Hugh Hefner passed away and, you know, the, the reason I bring this up, uh, as a topic is not not only was he a badass <laughs> at his own mansion with Playboy bunnies, but um, actually he was one of the first back back in the day. I want to say maybe early sixties, late fifties. He was actually the uh, host of a variety show, and uh, on top of that, he was one of the first shows. Who had um, Nat King Cole on his show, which kind of, oh. which kind of uh, showcased African Americans um, on li- on television in in a positive manner. You know what I mean? The, back in the day, there was a lot of uh, uh, let's just call it what it is: a lot of racist bullshit uh, being portrayed yeah. as far as African American, but uh, Hugh Hefner. Had a Nat King Cole on his show, seeing uh, I think maybe one or two songs, and he was one of the first guys who actually built a bridge or broke bonds or however you want to look at it, uh, as yeah. far as uh, uh, African Americans being on being portrayed in a positive manner on on a live network TV. That's that's crazy. That's the crazy part. Uh, hold on, um, maybe it wasn't live, but on network TV. And that's 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 the one thing I pulled uh, from, or that's the one thing I think that Hugh Hefner was was 
the badass at being one of the first guys to build build a bridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call out my I'm gonna call out my dad. Right? I'm gonna throw him under the bus. Uh, <laughs> my dad actually uh, collected. He actually had a, a pristine uh, collection, and we're not talking about sticky pages or anything about that. This was actually a, a collection, and I, I want to say maybe he was saving it for a resale or something like that, because he had them uh -huh. organized by month and, and volume and year or whatever, however you want to do that. And all the centerfolds were attached and all the... You know, all of that was the the magazines were pretty much in pristine order. I think I was the ass hat who would kind of tear out a page or two <laughs> for my own personal use. But um, yeah, so my old man had Playboys, and you know, if you a, a lot of those pictorials were, you know, is porn. Um, yes, is porn. But it's really tasteful. Yes, it was in a tasteful manner. And, you know, a lot of people, yeah, but it's still porn, you know, he's still naked bodies, you know. So what? No, I mean, I, <laughs> I know. The, the way he did yeah. it was in a professional manner. And it, I know all the ladies, you know, listening to this podcast right now are going, fuck that. He was still fucking porn. He was still sexualizing. But, uh, no, I mean, the guy... Technically, right now, it's considered soft porn. And it was, like you said, yeah. in a tasteful manner. So, um, And really, with what what you can find on the Internet now, I bet kids growing up today would think nothing of Playboy. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean... I'm pretty like, sure. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure if I let Google, if I put double fisted, um, and just let Google finish the uh, automatic <laughs> reply, I'm pretty sure there's a website <laughs> that has actually all of the stuff that Google. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, this this is considered you know soft porn, and kids nowadays would be like, what "The hell is this?" Our grand our grandchildren will probably be looking at. Playboy. They'll actually, there'll probably be a documentary about him. And our grandchildren will be surprised if there's any controversy about him. Yeah. Because as, as tame as Playboy was and is, like, I don't even know if they still make magazines. <laughs> then, uh, I think they still do, yeah. Then it's just, it's nothing. I remember, he, I think he used to have a show on, was it the E! Channel? Sorry, I got, I got gas with this Oktoberfest. I think I, that's, that's me screwing it up and pouring it wrong. I got all the gas stuck in the beer. But um, I think it was the E! Channel, Entertainment Channel, or USA Network. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the E! Channel, um, where he had a... Uh, a reality show with him and his all, all four of his wives or seven of how many wives did he have that one time wasn't he married to no, like I think they were or I think they were just his girlfriends that's right they were all just his okay They're, yeah I used to watch that show religiously uh, and they were all blondes <laughs> freaking hot blondes oh my goodness they were all damn they were nice but uh, yeah I mean um 
so my dad had this collection and then um you know there's a lot of kids out there you know my friends and just you know comes up in conversation uh, when guys are just talking you know there was always that playboy magazine out in the woods or out in behind some <laughs> convenience store that was just all moldy and you could barely tell what was a nipple or what was an eyeball and stuff like that but all the kids would like hey you know they'd run to it you know all the junior hires and uh, and grade school kids would run to that one magazine with the sticky pages and you know <laughs> when I was in middle school then I was taking my dad's magazines and selling them at school and so I got busted one day and so, and so then in high school when I was talking to my counselor about something I can't remember what it was about then they had my file there and the magazine was still in my file oh no it wasn't <laughs> you know it was used on a regular basis it wasn't in there just it probably wasn't even the same issue it was just their excuse to keep a mag in the School property. I don't know. I don't know, but it went from the middle school to my high school. It's like it just made me laugh. That is crazy. That's funny. That that's a fun, actually that's a funny story. Um, yeah. So I mean, we we've all we've all seen the Playboys, and yeah, it's it's softcore. Um, but I mean, this guy lived. This guy lived. Um, a lavish life of I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it of coolness, you know. Um, <laughs> he built an empire on pornography. He did um, he did do a lot of stuff for the soldiers. I think during Vietnam, you know, he would have like Playboy bunnies go out there and entertain the troops. Yeah, and he was socially pro- he was socially pro- progressive. Yes. Yes. Um, exactly. Exactly. So he, yeah, um, I'm not going to say, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. he moved exactly progression in, in the direction of stuff being more open and less conservative and more liberal yes. as far as, uh, not political views, but liberal as far as like sexuality, you know, and yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a lot a lot of also housewives reading the magazines or looking at the pictorials and you know also um i was listening to a radio station uh the same it was maybe a day after that hugh hefner passed away or the day of hugh hefner's uh death and uh, you know callers were calling in and they were saying you know parents would have you know the magazine on on the coffee table you know or in the restroom because because of um you know he would have authors movie stars you know the yeah. the guy the guy just you know went out and had went all out and had a publication that was full of articles interviews uh relative issues during the time yeah with some with three pictorials in between because I, I remember that first the first pictorial was like uh maybe uh the girls of college the girls in nebraska something like that the girls of summer <laughs> the summer and then you'd have the centerfold and then the last pictorial would be just 
the runner-up Playboy Bunny of the month, you know what I mean, or the year, whatever. Yeah. You know, but then the magazine was freaking thick, and you know, it was just filled with articles with scientists, and I think Carl Sagan was on there, you know, just all kinds of movie stars were also on there, scientists, um, politicians. It was almost like Playboy magazine was a shit time life newsweek filled with naked yeah. ladies you know yeah and there, and there are stories of the horrible aspects that go along with building your life on your world on porn and so there are women who mention the abuse and i don't know obviously we weren't there we don't know what happened mm-hmm. but any abuse is not warranted but they went into the life and they approached him willingly yeah so it wasn't exploitation which a lot of people say it was because maybe it is exploitation that they thought that's the only way they can make a make their way in the world mm-hmm. but they still could have chose a different path yes now, if there's any abuse, then yes, that was wrong. Shouldn't have happened. That's not their fault. True that. But anything other than that, it's like they chose to go there, get their pictures taken naked. Mm-hmm. That was their choice. I haven't heard anything about people who didn't want to do it being forced to have to have their picture taken, at least by Playboy. Yeah. Yeah. That that is true. That is so freaking true. So um, so with that, uh, the next subject. This all all this kneeling down of the NFL. What's how, how are you on that? Well, first of all, are, are you a hardcore football fan, or are you a semi football fan, or not a football fan at all? I don't watch football. <laughs> I'm really not into sports so at all, but maybe once a year we'll go to a baseball game. Uh-huh. But I think the biggest problem I had with this are the people complaining about it. On my Facebook page, the people who for months now have their profile pick was the Confederate battle flag. And they're now talking about how this is um, kind of an insult to our military and to our flag. While they were uh, were, um, idolizing the flag of a country that its entire existence, it was at war with the United States. Mm Mm-hmm. This flag was only flown by an army that was killing U.S. soldiers. And it's like, that's a major insult. Not to mention, I'm not sure how much, but there were plenty of Confederate soldiers who had been U.S. Army who abandoned their oath and were taking up arms against the United States. And it's like... That seems a bigger insult to me than just kneeling during a song. Mm-hmm. 
it's just that it's not interfering with the song. It doesn't even make the game start later. It's just they're doing their own thing at that moment. Yeah. And it's just, it just feels like you, they don't want to talk about the issue. So they find something else to be mad about. Yeah. It's like I was talking, it's like I, I've never seen more people angry. Well, I haven't seen, I haven't seen as many people angry about the Westboro Baptist Church protesting at funerals of soldiers. There's more people angry about this than my Facebook feed. And it's like, that was a direct insult to soldiers, but you're not calling them out for it. There were a lot of people who did, but not this many. Mm -hmm. And really, the police killing people should be kind of an insult to soldiers. The soldiers fought to protect our constitutional rights and to protect the citizens. And these cops are denying the citizens the right to a trial and the right to life and liberty. And so that kind of is an insult to soldiers as well. This is what they're fighting for. And the cops are just taking that right away from the citizens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. you exactly. You you made valid points all across the board on on, on those uh, on this issue. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. I know my son because I'm a 49er fan. You can tell I'm wearing the hat. It's important to gear. Um, so when Kaepernick was doing all of this. Um, you know, I, I love watching football. I'm a hardcore fan. Uh, I love watching football all across the board. I love watching baseball, uh, some soccer. Um, I'm a sports fan. Not hardcore, but I'm yeah, I'm, I'm there. Um, so when Kaepernick was doing all of this stuff, I was like, you know, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate him. Uh, I started hating him when he wasn't performing, when he was just a shit player. That's when I started hating him. <laughs> and I was hating him for the right reasons because he's a shit player. Uh, not yeah. necessarily for the kneeling. I mean, I, I kind of thought, okay, you know what? Come on, dude. That's kind of disrespectful. I get the message. I get the message you're trying to say. You're, you know, it, because a lot, a lot of this had to do with the Black Black Lives Matter movement. And, okay, you know what? You know, everybody's entitled to protest. He's he's got his platform. You know, he's a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. At a high, at a major media outlet, San Francisco. Come on, you don't. That's what the yes. fourth largest city in the nation, fifth something like that. And then, uh, so he's got his platform. You know, he he believes in what he believes. Um, as far as the protest. Um, so I was kind of like, mm, okay, dude, you know, I get it. You know, I'm not happy. But then, you know, me as a fan and him as a multi-million dollar player, we have fucking nothing in common, period. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't put my mind into his mind and he can't 
you know, maybe back in the day when, you know, before he was, you know, a badass, you know, rich <laughs> athletic player, maybe he could put his, his, his mind into my mind. But, you know, these guys can do whatever the hell they want um, because they are uh, millionaires. I'm not saying they can, you know, murder and pee, you know, uh, murder people yeah. you know not necessarily do whatever they want but they can they have the money to be able to do a lot of stuff that us blue collar people the regular folk can't do so you know just two different two different lifestyles yes, but, don't don't compare to each other money money is not going to help that yeah he can't spend the money to help fix this problem no he just has to make make sure people know that people are upset about it. Yes. It's so. like, I haven't got an answer yet, but I asked somebody, and it's like, you're saying this is the wrong place and time to protest. So when, where, and how should somebody protest that you will finally say, yes, you're right. The cops should not be killing people. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just deflection, getting mad about anything else. Yes, it's lots of money. That's not the issue here. The issue is the police are not supposed to be killing people. And quite often they're not punished for it when they do. And that needs to be changed. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, and so, and so, you getting or anybody getting upset because of how people are saying this isn't helping the matter. It's not going to get fixed. It's like two, three years ago when Black Lives Matter started. This wouldn't be happening if we said yes. The cops shouldn't be killing people, mm -hmm. and we fixed it. It's like even the thing at the Bundy Ranch. If we had listened, or actually if the government had listened and fixed things so that the police weren't killing as many people, then the guy shot there may not have been killed. Mm -hmm. It's like when you don't, when citizens are ignoring and getting mad about when and where and how a protest is happening instead of what we are ha what the protesters are mad about then the government's like we change that then we got enough people who don't care yeah and i know yes there's problems with the black lives matter movement but at the core when it started, it's the cops should not be killing people. Bottom line. And, and, and by calling Black Lives Matter, it made people think they only cared about black people being killed. Mm -hmm. And there's a problem with that, too, because I'll talk to people and they're like, well, the cops kill white people, too. And it's like, but you didn't care about them before Black Lives Matter protest protested. So why are you bringing it up now? Or why don't you join with them so that the cops aren't killing anybody? Yeah. Yeah. It's like every time we see a cop, every time we see a cop shooting, 
it's like, you know, we brought this to attention years ago. If we were listened to, it could have been fixed already, and that person could be alive now. It's like it doesn't matter if they were if they were breaking the law at the time. If they didn't have a weapon and weren't a threat to anybody, they shouldn't have been shot. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm, it's like it's a horror. Oh, go on. I mean, um. But are okay. So are the NFL NFL players that you know within the last two weeks are they are they do you really think that they're behind Black Lives Matter? I think Kaepernick was, but think about it. I think Kaepernick was because he did it on his own last year, and he yes. got so much shit for it, and nobody was behind him. Maybe a couple of players. I know a couple of Forty Nine er players also knelt with him, and then there was a couple of players here and there that were doing the same thing. But it it almost seems like this year they're all doing it, and I think they're all doing it just as. I, I, don't I think, think Trump said something. Oh, you know what? That's right. That's it, what it was. It brought it up. So, I, and Trump and the NFL don't get along. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. There was some lawsuit years ago that he lost against them, I think. And he's also tried to buy a team, and they're not having it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't think the NFL is telling their players to do this and I really don't know if they think about Black Lives Matter or not, the players themselves yeah, I, there, there you go so that's, that's it's like exactly you don't have to be part you don't have to be part of that movement to say I don't think the cops should be killing people mm-hmm yeah, no, valid point, valid point. I think they were protesting last week because of what Trump said. I don't think they had anything. I don't think it had anything to do with supporting Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, my, my son was talking, me and my son had this conversation and we were talking about, uh, about the issue, this, this issue. Yeah. And I said, son, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, we're going to go back to, I'm going to go back to work. You're going to go back to school. We're going to go back to, you, you know, doing what we're doing every day in, day out, you know, it's for survival and moving forward. And these NFL players, you know, they're sitting on millions you know, and I told them, you know, and they're probably just doing this in defiance of Trump. So it's it's almost like they're they're protesting for almost nothing. They're just protesting just to protest against Trump, which equals out to nothing. You know what I mean? Did, yeah. At one once, did any of the players say this is for Black Lives Matter or this is in protest of cops? I don't think I ever heard one person say that. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I got from. I guess I've listened to lots of podcasts, and that seems to be the message: is that that's what it was for. It's kind of combination of the two. Trump had said something mm-hmm. that got him pissed off, but it was also protesting against cops killing people. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like it's and it's kind of horrible some of the defenses people give it's like well they thought he had a weapon it's like and they were afraid for their lives by that argument any black person could just shoot a cop and say well i know he had a weapon and i was afraid for my life mm-hmm. if you it's like either it's true or not that cops are gun happy mm-hmm. if you believe that you have to fear for your life from a cop then shooting a cop is should be just as justified as a cop shooting you because they think you have a weapon yeah Yep, true that, true that. And it's like, maybe I've missed the stories here in Des Moines, but we have pretty decent It's like, I don't have any concern walking down the street that I'm going to get shot by the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So... Oh, on on that note, um, <laughs> just recently, this I, I believe it was uh, this past week, uh, Australia has now uh, joined the space race. They are now, uh, or they I should say, they have their own version of NASA, NASA, I said <laughs> NASA, um, NASA, and there was a lot of memes and articles going around on the internet that. <laughs> It's speaking of British humor. Um, their agency was called ARS. <laughs> the Australian. Research. I was just sitting there, it's like I hadn't heard about that, and it's like, oh wait a minute, now I do. I remember, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, the Australian <laughs> Research and Space Exploration ARS. <laughs> <laughs> now it was confirmed by the Australian government that no, that's not their that's not their acronym. You know, the ARS. <laughs> Because you know what? What better joke would it be that uh, yeah, I know. the the arse agency was close to Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> you know, arse took pictures of Uranus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Their, their shuttles could look like boomerangs, since they'll be sending them out and they'll be coming back to Earth. <laughs> coming back to Earth, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, or like uh, what's that? What's that uh, Australian airline? God, what the hell is it called? The one, uh, Qantas. I think it's called Qantas. The ones, ooh, the ones with uh, John Travolta flies. I think a couple of planes for Qantas. Anyways, um, yeah, they put koala bears. Remember? Uh, can you imagine a space shuttle in the shape of a koala bear? <laughs> or a kangaroo? Or a kangaroo? Or a kangaroo? Exactly. That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know how if I'd feel safe flying on a Australian shuttle. Everything in Australia wants to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe they're the most prepared for space travel. <laughs> <laughs> they want to get away from all the killer for and fauna. They're trying to get as far away as they can. <laughs> okay, so I, w- I want to bring this uh, this thing up. Um, just recently we've had some crazy earthquakes in mexico we've had uh just real quick um we had the houston uh, the hurricane in houston which was hurricane harvey and during that same week believe it or not we had an earthquake in texas we had a burn ban 
we had floods because of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, we had some tornadoes touch down. And I forget, there was one more natural or crazy disaster. Anyway, so with all that's happening, um, you know, and then what was it? Hurricane Jose and Hurricane Irma? Irma and Irma. Maria. Maria? Okay. And I, I believe there was a Jose in there, wasn't there? Maybe? I'm I don't sure. remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, so with all these hurricanes and earthquakes, um, and then I, I believe there's a, a film coming out. I, I, I wish I took notes on that one. There's a film coming out in the next couple of weeks. And I saw some trailers or previews about uh, it's almost the 2012, the new 2012 movie. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> do you think... We're at, and it, it, it's a crazy subject. How are you on end times, end of times? Do you believe in that or not? No. <laughs> no? No. We have no way to really predict how we're going to end. Uh-huh. All these messages about end times and things happening, look at how many have failed to come true. Mm-hmm. When the Bible was written, the early Christians thought that they were in the end times. Uh-huh. It's like that was the message Jesus was teaching, is that these are the end times. He told his disciples, before, before any of you die, I will be back. And so that was because it was supposed to be the end times. Mm-hmm. It's 2,000 years people have been... In, and probably even before that, they were waiting for the end times. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, look at the, do you remember, what was it, 2012? The Mayan calendar was yep. going to, and then, you know, I th- where was that? Harold Camping. Yeah, I think I was working at Target at the time. Um, and I had this coworker, and she was freaking out. She's like, it's, you know, 2012 is coming <laughs> around. I think it was in November 2011. And 2012 was coming around, and she was freaking out. And, you know, um, my calendar, and it's going to, the world's going to end. And I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I got a mortgage. I got taxes. I got a car payment. I'm not going to be that lucky. It ain't going to end. <laughs> it ain't, it's well, not going to end. See, see, that is where all this comes from people have problems like that that they don't have control over Uh and so they both want and fear the end times because if the world ends they don't have to worry about that shit anymore (laughs) I I won't be that lucky (laughs) trust me I won't be that lucky well I know that's why. That's why I know the the world will end the day after I die. That's when it'll end. If if it, it's not going to end the day of, you know what? I'm still got to send in that last mortgage payment or the car payment or the last utility bill before I die. No, it's not. Maybe the day after, but not not during my lifetime. I guarantee you that. And you know what's weird? Um, the last. Earthquake that was in Mexico, uh, which was just a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago, I think it was a seven point something magnitude. It fell on the exact same day 
as an earthquake in the same area in I think it was the same city too um, <laughs> 30 years it's almost like 30 years before there was the exact same earthquake or not the exact same earthquake the exact yeah. same location but I think the previous one was like a 10 point something like a thousand people died I think this one I think there was only under 150 people passed away but 30 years ago, on the exact same day of the one that just happened recently, there was an earthquake. Exact same day, exact same area. That's crazy. Well, sometimes that happens, but they're probably on a fault line if the earthquakes are happening in the same place. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason they happen in the same places. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy coincidence. I, yeah. I, I love coincidences because you can yeah. throw all kinds of conspiracy theories on the wall and see what they say. <laughs> oh. I, I love that stuff. Oh, I love conspiracy theories. It's like I don't think most of them are true, no. but, <laughs> there, but there are conspiracies that are actually true. Uh-huh. Well, if you've but, seen my back, you know their Bigfoot exists because I think it was just me walking around in the yard without a shirt. <laughs> well, it's like I was one podcast I, was, I listened to then was talking about. Oh, well, they go to um, fringe groups and things like they tried homeopathy. They went to an acupuncturist. Oh, and all these other things just to see how they work and they report on what they find on them and like they joined the Mormon church they joined Scientology and so just recently this last summer they've been going to like UFO um, conventions and things and talking about it and so at one of these conventions then they mentioned that uh, the speaker said that, that, that alien abductions are out now. It's like they quit doing that. And it's just all about just the experience. And I had to wonder who are made off of the belief that aliens are visiting us. Realize that everybody has someone in their pocket that can drag the And so they know that that's one way to prove that they weren't abducted. And so they're getting ahead of that saying, oh, abductions aren't happening anymore. It's like if you're driving down the street and supposedly you're abducted and wake up hours later, or you tell a story about being taken on and waking up on an alien spacecraft surrounded by aliens, they can look at your GPS on your phone and say, no, you were right there where you should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, modern-day technology makes it almost... Well, I mean, speaking of that, so, you know, kind of related, um, my mother-in-law is visiting in town, and she loves watching SVU. Uh, you know, all, all the murder mysteries and all stuff like that. Yeah. Nowadays, because of modern day technology, no one can get away with murder anymore. And it's a lot harder because of also um, technology, you know, uh, with everybody having a cell phone. 
you know, yeah. you know, how how is it that you, first of all you can't get away with murder because of technology, and how is it that we don't have any more blurry photos of UFOs? Because now technology exists. Everybody has a smartphone yes. or, you know, that has freaking the best, better resolution than most, or the same resolution as most professional cameras out there. Um, yeah. You know, yet we have maybe less UFO pictures than we did back in the, you know, 60s or 70s or early 80s uh, or, or or 80s, you know, like Project, project what is it called? Project Blue Book or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Um, how is it that we don't have, with the technology that we have, better pictures of UFOs? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, it's like... I, I'm willing to accept that there's probably alien life out there somewhere. I just don't think it's visiting us right now. Mm-hmm. Because we can speculate on how advanced science could get. And we can speculate about warp speed and moving faster than the speed of light. But right now, our science says that that's impossible. So we don't know that if any aliens could actually do this thing, these things. We just speculate because we want it to be true. Yeah. And so as large as space is, any ships coming to us would be so large because it would be taking generations for these aliens to get here. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to have a viable population on the ship that when it gets to it, where it's going, that there'll still be people alive to last the journey. Right. Yeah. So there's a huge journey. So it has to have a huge ship. So it won't be missed. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not a little four person spaceship that crashes. Because that just doesn't make sense. There's not enough. They wouldn't have enough room for food. Or even just enough room. It's like, I wouldn't want to sit in my car for decades. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Even, even with those like cover the seat covers with the little beads that are supposed to massage your back. I don't think that'd be a comfortable ride. Like they're planning, like the plan for um, oh, what I can't remember what it was called to send four people to Mars. Uh huh. That's nine months sitting, basically sitting in your car. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that they were planning for something really huge that you, the people being sent there, could walk around it. Yeah, I could be. I could be wrong about that. Well, you, you know, it, it wouldn't be massively large. Maybe it'd be like yeah. A, a, well, I guess it could be the size of an RV. Exactly. <clears throat> but it's like there's just too much space out there. Mm-hmm. They don't know we're here. They have no reason to come this way specifically. It's like at best. There's aliens maybe a hundred light years away from us that are just now finding out about us. It could be heading here. Yes. 
And so even at the speed of light, they won't get here for another hundred years. True that. <laughs> but I really have not much else to talk about if you want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to bring up one more subject, but let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. Okay. Okay. Will the city hire additional security officers for the police force during the Queen's visit? We have placed the Queen's security in the hands of police squad, a special division of the police department. I'm represented here today by Lieutenant Frank Drebber. Okay, so we're back. I, I I got the bladder, or my bladder, I should say, is the size of a, a peanut. So yeah, I, I mean, every every two <laughs> sips, I gotta go take a piss. So, um, anyway, so here we go. Um, we're we're gonna call it. Maybe. Sh- what's that? You should get like a bed. You should get a bedpan. You should leave in your podcast room. <laughs> no, I just I didn't put a diaper on. That's that. Usually, I just take a piss in my pants. Um, but joking, <laughs> guys. Joking. Okay, the listeners out there, I'm joking. I, I know I'm old, but I'm still joking. Um, so I just popped open a fresh squeezed IPA from the shoots. Also, um, cool. I'm gonna drink this bad boy. This is IPA. What is this? Real quick, it is 80 IBUs. Also, in a 6.4. So now that we're back, um, and I. I believe I told you, Freak, hold that thought. So we were talking about uh, alien races and being able to reach space yes. in time. Now, just recently, they rebirthed or renewed Star Trek. 
Okay. Um, yes, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Neither have I. Neither have I. So we're both in the same boat. Um, but the reason I'm bringing this up is for the fact that I believe Starfleet had the that one rule uh, where you can't make contact on uh, alien yes. race until they have the ability to produce warp drive or something like that. Yes. So I forget what that it's law the, is. Oh. Help me out. The first directive, I think. The first directive. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, the the more I drink, the the less uh, nerdy I get. <laughs> when I'm so, when I'm sober, I'm nerdy as fuck. But the more I drink, I'm like simple math. That's all I can do. Um, so. I believe we were talking about aliens and space travel. I do believe that, yes, like you said, there's in the vastness of space out there, there's a shit ton of, uh, of alien races. I believe it cannot be just us on a blue marble in the middle of this vastness and there's nothing else out there. Um, whether it be tall grays, uh, or I should say tall whites, small grays, reptilians, whatever it is. I really, I, I don't care. Something's out there. But because of the first directorate, the first directive that I can't talk right now, um, we just haven't had contact. Oh, the Prime Directive, that's what it prime, is. There you go, Prime Directive. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had contact, you know? I don't think they would care. You, but I think if they're... If, they're, if, they're, if we went out and found an alien race, even though we have Star Trek as a reference, we're not, we don't have the Prime Directive. We wouldn't use that to say, nope, we can't contact this, these aliens. We'd want to go down and study them if we could. But if they that's had... why okay. That's why we're going out there to study. Mm-hmm. But if they had the technology to do space travel, they've probably already ob- ob- observed us a couple of times. You, you saw, um, what was that? That mo- contact with Jodie Foster. Yeah. Right? So, yes. you know, this alien race heard Adolf Hitler's speech during the, what was it, the Olympics, right? Yep. Okay, or maybe just him talking to the nation of Germany. So this alien race saw Hitler speaking, and they, because of math, <laughs> they managed to... Um, <laughs> travel space and time and observe earth and make contact with us you know i don't know i'm i'm, I'm still in the boat or the train of thought that we haven't reached warp drive technology and we're not there yet they've observed us many a times right but it's but they're not making contact yet until we um get to the stage of Starfleet where we're not, you know, calling each other the rocket man, you know, Kim Jong-il or having a president who's the same color as a Cheeto. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't think they would, they have their our same motivations. They have similar motivations, but I don't think they would care. Huh. Hmm. It's like, it would make more sense to influence us before we're able to leave our planet, it could cause harm. Hmm. 
but you don't think that they would um, um, figure like let's just say Starfleet, right? Starfleet. Yes. You don't think that they'd want us to mature to the point of unity before they make contact? I would think they'd want to try to help us mature. But then it's it makes more. It would make more sense to help us mature to the point than to just watch and hope we get there ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's your dog, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> even she's yelling at her bed. She, even she has something. To, she wants to chime in on this uh, subject. So, um, oh, hold on. That's my son. Okay, so um, I'll try and edit that <laughs> that out. Um, <laughs> so, um, but with that, I mean, yes, they w- would they care, yes or no? Um, or See, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. They could be watching us, and we don't don't know it. Mm-hmm. Just because we have Star Trek as a reference doesn't mean that's how the aliens are going to behave. That's true. That's true. That's but not how they're going to think. Maybe it's like uh-huh. in Star, even in Star Trek, it's the Vulcans that contacted us that they had that. Uh-huh. I don't think the Klingons or the Romulans or the Ferengi or any of the other races have those concerns. Okay. Now, let me... I think even DS9, that's kind of the backstory between... Uh, with the Kardashians and... Oh, I can't remember the other race. But then the Kardashians just came to the other planet and just did what they wanted. They didn't have that concern about a prime directive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, but maybe we fall under that wing. Maybe we're just like, you know, let's just say, you know, those born yeah. in South America, those born in Russia, those born in uh, Africa, those born in China or North Korea. It just depends where you're at at the time of birth. Maybe we're under the wing of the Federation, the good guys, I should say. <laughs> And that's that's where this planet is in the good guy zone, and they have their <laughs> rules, and they're not making contact because of the rules. And maybe there's hundreds of planets out there who just fall in the bad areas where they've pretty much did world conquest or planet conquest domination stuff. Um, you know, maybe well, just I, we're at the I right think... place at the right time. I do think that if we are contacted by aliens, that they won't be hostile. Hmm. Like I said, with as much as you need to travel between the stars, to take up even more space for weapons, for a foe you don't even know exists. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like if we right now we don't know if there's any aliens out there. Mm-hmm. If we created a ship with our technology to go out to try to go to, oh, I think the closest planet that we found that might be Earth-like is like thirty thousand light years away. 
Mm-hmm. That's going to take 30,000 years for us to get there. Mm-hmm. Every, from what I remember reading, it takes about 2,000 people to create a viable colony so that we won't become too inbred as time goes on and that we'd survive. Mm-hmm. So that'd be at least 2,000 people that need to be fed, have enough water for them to travel 30,000 light years and for their children to survive. And we have no knowledge of any alien life on that planet to fill it with weapons to conquer them when we get there would make our task even more difficult. That's more weight we have to lift off the planet and the ship has to be larger to accommodate that. Mm -hmm. That's more fuel needed. And so it just doesn't make sense just to send out a ship to attack. It'd be about exploration. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it really, any ships going would be colony ships. They're not coming home. For them to come here and get back is dead. Mm -hmm. Any resources they'd come here to get, they may not need, their planet won't need them by the time they get back. If if their planet still exists. Or, or actually, if their civilization still exists. Yes. It's like, I, ha- I have no problem thinking that maybe we were visited in the past, thousands of years ago. Or even before humans started <laughs> evolved from apes or chimpanzees. But they could have came by and said, oh, there's nothing of interest there and just kept on going. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's really nothing special about Earth compared to the rest of space. Except me. Except this guy. <laughs> to the aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> the aliens coming by, it's like... It's like, yeah, maybe maybe aliens visited the early, early humans and those are the gods that we have stories about. But... What does that matter now? Mm-hmm. All right. Thinking that, like, like the people who think aliens made the helped us make the pyramids, kind of discounts us as humans. It makes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, with that being said, we're going to end today's show. Um, I, I think I think Jess, Jesse Pigsburg from uh, the Zombie Anonymous podcast, your podcast, came up with uh, ZRN Unleashed. I kind of like it. I, I guess we'll take it up to a, a vote. But uh, I'm going to run with that one for right now. So what, okay. I'm going to uh, publish this episode. Um of course, I'm Rick from Man Cave Musings. Yep. I'm Freak from Zombie Anonymous. Okay. So here's what I'm... Anybody listening to this particular podcast, um, I'll tell you what. 
go on to the uh, Zombie Radio Network uh, page, like that page, and then uh, not only that, but tag Zombie Anonymous and Man Cave Musings, uh, or I'm not sure how the social medias work, but tag that page <laughs> on Facebook, or if you do a Twitter, a tweet, the tweets, if you do a tweet with uh, Zombie Anonymous and Man Cave Musings and Zombie Radio Network or an Instagram, um, if you do a, a Zombie Radio, ne- I don't think there is a Zombie Radio Network uh, Instagram, but if you just do a hashtag, I should say, let's do hashtag either on Man Cave Musings um, Instagram or Zombie Anonymous. If you tag both our shows, uh, here's what I'm going to do. For those listening, or I should say maybe the first one on each, the first one on each, uh, if you're the first one on the Instagram, I'll send you something. If you're the first one on Facebook, I'll send you something. If you're the first one on, what else did I say? Instagram, Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Here's what I'm going to do. I have with me these awesome two-by-two stickers of Zombie Anonymous. And I have some bottle openers. This one is a Deschutes. You might not get you might not get this awesome Deschutes bottle opener keychain thingy, but I will definitely send you. There you go. I will definitely send you a bottle opener courtesy of Manke Musings and a sticker courtesy of Zombie Anonymous. Uh, if you either do, you know, the social medias and you're the first one to do it, because I monitor this stuff on a daily basis. I'm just, I'm one of those guys. Um, if you do that, I'm going to send you a prize. How about that? The the first listener who listens to this and does a, and you know what? If you do all three, if you're the one person that does all three, I'll send you all three. I'll do that. <laughs> so, uh, do that. Like us on Facebook. Like us on uh, t- Twitter, on Instagram, on whatever. Uh, what else is there? That's Snap- there's, there's Snapchat. Though. Oh, I don't do Snapchat. That's, yeah, that's for we the- just have a, We just have our individual Snapchats. Oh, okay. We don't have one. For that. Yeah, that's for, for the, the youngins. I, I don't know this. <laughs> I know. I never use it. <laughs> <laughs> so do that. Listen to this episode. Do the uh, social media thing. Tag tag us yeah, both. Let us know you're listening. Exactly. Let us know you're listening, and then I will send you these prizes. And uh, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with me and Freak. Yep. You know, shooting the <laughs> shit. We're gonna try and do this uh, ZRN Unleashed thing. If we change the title, we'll change it eventually. But we're gonna try and do this uh, thing. Maybe twice a month once a month who knows just uh stay tuned uh you will get uh notifications every time it drops on the uh, zombie radio network uh facebook page look there that's kind of headquarters for zombie radio network look there you'll get informed uh we'll let you know when each episode hits we're gonna have multiple hosts on different episodes it's not always gonna be me it's not always gonna be freak it's 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 just gonna be whoever drops in so guys appreciate everybody who's listening uh share us like us hashtag us um 
And then if you have a sex doll, uh, instant message me. I'll send you my address. Maybe we can become <laughs> es- Eskimo brothers somehow. Let's wash it out first, please, before you send it. Um, and uh, guys, thank you guys. I'm out. Rick Mancave Musings. Freak Sam Anonymous. Peace out. Good night. happens all the time. It's detachable. This comes in handy a lot of the time. I can leave it home when I think it's going to get me in trouble. Or I can rent it out when I don't need it. But now and then I go to a party, get drunk, and the next morning I can't, for the life of me, remember what I did with it. First I looked around my apartment and I couldn't find it. So I called up the place where the party was. They hadn't seen it either. I asked them to check the medicine cabinet because some reason I leave it there sometimes but not this time so I told them if it pops up to let me know I called a few people who were at the party but they were no help either I was starting to get desperate I really don't like being without my penis for too long it makes me feel like less of a man and I really hate having to sit down every time I take a leap after a few hours of searching the house calling everyone I could think of I was starting to get very depressed so I went to the Kiev and ate breakfast then as I walked down 2nd Avenue towards St. Mark's Place where all those people sell used books and other junk on the street I saw my penis lying on a blanket next to a broken toaster oven some guy was selling it I had to buy it off him he wanted 22 bucks but I talked him down to 17 I took it home washed it off and put it back on I was happy again complete people sometimes tell me I should get it permanently attached but I don't know even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass I like having a detachable penis 